Hey everyone, welcome back. Today's episode of the EJ is brought to you by the thoughts of everybody in the entire world. WTF, what is going on in our world? And how does this relate to um, our small businesses and different businesses that you all are involved in? We're gonna jump in and talk about ways to grow and stay alive during this time and keep your sanity a little bit. And then also ways to set yourself up for success when all this crazy stuff is over and past. So we are excited to rant a little bit with you guys today. And I think you're all gonna feel what we're feeling. So hopefully um, we're on the same level. Here we go. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's been a while. We apologize for that. It's been fucking crazy in this world. Like since the last time we we recorded one, I don't even remember what the topic was. <laughs> the world has lost its mind. It's gone nuts. I'm like crazy. I mean, seriously. Now, if you think about what's happened, no one has ever thought. And I can't wait to break this down today on multiple levels. But what the fuck is going on? What say you? I, I, don't, I don't have an answer for it. Is the thing it's on <laughs> territory? My God, I know. I wish there was just one answer. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows. I think that's right. I mean, I mean, I, this this show could be nine hours long. Like, there's everything from conspiracy theories here all the way to the the tragedies that this actually is causing. And then, of course, in the middle, which is where we're going to focus, which is what we do, is how this affects the entrepreneur, the small business person, right? right? And I don't know. I mean, it's just like, listen, let's let's preface this by like, of course, we feel horrible for anyone that's going through this, for everything that's happening, for the people that are passing away or sick, like, yes, devastation, no good. Now, let's go into what is happening with the economy though, because 6.6 million unemployment claims last week, 3.3 million the week before that, 10 million, we all know, because we know government web pages, that's probably a third of who even tried to log on. Like, so that number is gonna go through the roof. Like, I don't know if our economy can handle this much longer. Our company has Colorado offices were shut down, right? So we see firsthand, we've been affected by that. Um, we've lost the ability to do massage therapy and probably 90% of our practices. And we of course see a massive, uh, difference in the numbers. I mean, from setting records quarter after quarter to all of a sudden people are scared to death or aren't even legally allowed to leave their home. So like, I mean, is there a balance, I guess, and this is the question that's playing out on many, many platforms, but is there a balance on how to fight this thing and let the, the scientists do their thing and shouldn't we also let the entrepreneurs and business leaders do their thing? I think 100% you need to let them open back up. And my comments, I guess, could be strewn as controversial. But the, the deaths that are occurring, while, like you said, while tragic, I think many of them are going to happen anyway. Um, a lot of the studies that I've been reading or the info I've been reading, and who the hell knows on that too? So yep. I can say the info I've been reading, shit, yep. I don't know. There's so much stuff out there. But it seems like a lot of these were people in their elder years. My, my grandmother I spoke to last night, she's in her 90s. Yep. Um, she's going to die in the next five to 10 years. Right. So, sorry, that's just truth. Yep. And that's going to suck for my family, for all of us. But grandma's going to pass away at some point. So yep. I, so are you, so is Chelsea. Yep. But I, I think we need to look at what this is doing long term to the economy as well. Because 
we've talked a lot about it, what, what it's going to create as far as depression, anxiety, suicides for people that are just trying to get back to fucking work, mm -hmm. but can't literally, like you said, they can't even do that. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I, there's trying to be this politically correct and sensitive. And for, yeah. And for people who like, even they really want to, it's illegal for them to, so they can't even be like, right. I'm going to push through and I'm going to, you know, just stay safe, but still operate and run my business to the best of my ability right now. Like it's illegal. They'll literally get in trouble with the oh, there's, law. There's, there's starting crazy. discussions. Could we open sectors back up? Because some places are, right? The delivery services, um, Amazon services, certain certain restaurants that can deliver, Grubhub, stuff, stuff like that. They're on full go and still going, grocery yeah. stores. Um, and, and doing it very healthy. Uh, from what I've heard, Amazon, FedEx, they've tested a lot of their people. There's very, very low rates of this in them. Mm -hmm. They're still going full bore. You commented the other day, Jay, alcohol sales. Up 50, <laughs> up 50%. Yeah, 50%. Yep. People are just drinking, drinking at home on quarantine. Well, there's never been a time that like, for instance, after 9-11, things just shut down. Like briefly, but things just kind of, everyone's just like shell-shocked. Yep. There's never been a time. Today, we're in a, in a phase where some people are having record sales to the point they can't even handle the business. If you make ventilators right now, like your business is in a good spot. If you are in the hospital business or you're making masks or you're doing delivery food or alcohol, of course, pharmaceutical companies will come out of this, you know, killing it. Like you've never been busier. Then you have a portion of the economy that can't even open their doors. You have people that have worked their entire life to build their nail salon, their chiropractic office, their dentist office, their, you know, their nightclub, their bar, their restaurant, things like that, that are devastated. Like it's wiped and they're, they're laying people off department stores, right? Macy's, Nordstrom's, Disney, like you name it, they're laying people off left and right because they're not even open. And so then we have this portion of the economy where unemployment, you know, there's, I've heard as low as like 15%, as high as 32% is what is expected in one study. Guys, that's never been seen. Look up, do yourself a favor, Google uh, a graph on unemployment. I think it's been tracked, I think I saw since for like 57 years or something. It goes back to like the 60s. It's a little, it, like there's blips on it. You can see like, oh, that was 9-11. Oh, that was 2007. You know, there's all kinds of different stuff. And then you get to like two weeks ago and it jacks up like we've never seen in the history of our country. So I don't think we even know. And the government, you know, they're a typical government. They're going to print money and help people. And of course, there's red tape and no one's seen it yet. No one knows how they're going to get it. You know, but you have people that are already passed due, owe bills, you know, trying to do the stuff they, they, they have to pay, their employees, their rent, their, you know, it, it's crazy. And, and the big difference is this is like a trickle up. Because it used to be like, and when the bank crash happened back in the early 2000s, that, right, the banks got screwed and that trickled down to people. Now the, the small business is screwed and that's trickling up because they can't pay the rent and then the rent can't pay the, land, you know, the landlord and the landlord can't pay the bank and then the bank can't pay the investors. And like, it's the opposite direction. So I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I, no one has the answers, but it's scary as shit. My stepbrother uh, posted a thing the other day. He was a manager bartender at Old Chicago, and they emailed 18,000 employees and laid them off. 18,000. Yeah. I mean, With an email. Yeah, yeah. An email, yep. Hey, listen to this. For like um, 10 years. I want to share this, and maybe you guys saw it. Uh, again, it's information that's out there, but at least some resources and some sites sorted, sourced when he says this. But a uh, um, good friend of ours, Rory, Rory Morgan, he's our, our brand lab media guy. He, he does all of our 
click funneling and, and, and helps support our social media advertising that we put out to our patients. Yeah. Yep. Great business. But I've had many conversations with Rory over the last few weeks. I know you have too, Jason, um, super smart guy, but he, he brings up a study. It was, it was done by Harvey Brenner back in the seventies. I don't know who Harvey is, um, but he was looking at the, the percent of, of um, unemployment and how that related to deaths literally in the country during a time when that occurs. And Harvey, Harvey's study said that 1% rise in unemployment, and Jay, you were just rattling off numbers of 15, upwards of 32%, but a 1% rise in unemployment, uh, it trickled out to be a 35,000 people could potentially die from that, whether that was a loss in revenue that caused them to then not have the health resources they needed or whether it was suicide because of their business going on who knows what the reason of the deaths but so if you plug those numbers from the 70s back into today's population and economy it's a one percent increase in unemployment now leads to a fifty-eight thousand deaths and from my last uh record keeping in this morning looking at the coronavirus it was around six thousand. so this is what i'm saying like what's i think I can't remember if it was Trump or who said it is, is the cure worse than, than the actual virus itself. So I, I don't know. It's an interesting study that he brings up of what's going to be the effect of this in May, June, July, when we maybe get back to normal, whatever the hell that means now, what's this going to do to the economy? Yeah. And, and everyone, I mean, you can't just jump back to normal after this. I mean, you can't yeah. shut down the free world and then be like, Hey, and then in two, three months, everyone's back. There's, there's no money to spend. They're saying that people that don't have the automatic transfer of the handout that the government's giving, the 1200 per family and 500 if you made less than 100000 a person or something, um, if you didn't have an automatic transfer set up through the IRS, it could be as late as August oh before you get that check. Like That's not going to help anything, right? By the time they send it, it's too late. It's almost detrimental to the damn country at that point to, to be handing out money. We posted the other day in 2019 when the economy, the best it's ever been, right? Just crushing it. A month ago. Lowest unemployment rates, everything. Right? Uh, 50,000 Americans committed suicide, about, about 129 a day, uh, 1.4 million attempted. The three reasons they, they listed for the top three reasons that happened, isolation, anxiety, and depression. And that was during times being great. Yikes. We have a new epidemic that's going to hit soon when people are stressed. People that watch them build their dream for 20 years right? The people that are listening to this that are scared shitless, like what in God's name? I, we, the other, not that long ago that I have so much to say. I came in. People like three, four months ago would ask us when we're given a presentation of our numbers. I said this the other day and that is they're like, what, what should I be asking? It looks so good. Like what, what's, what's the bad thing? What can go wrong? What don't I know? And I'm like, I don't, there's really nothing. It's really that good. The numbers are really that great. I guess if for some reason chiropractic was made illegal, that would be super. And it was kind of like a chuckle we would share. Now we're shut down. And like, it, it's, it's crazy when someone doesn't even allow you to practice. Now, let alone it's healthcare. It's an essential person. There's certain states that are just clueless on this, right? That are just making dipshit decisions. That's a different conversation. But it's people coming in saying, you can't open. You can't do that. People can't make a choice whether they want to move out and, and move out into the, into the bars and restaurants and groups and different things like that. So no one knows what's going to happen. We've never seen something like this. But that being said, I think we still need to talk through it a bit today and see what the hell should you be doing right now. If you're listening to this, you're an entrepreneur. 
probably some of you are, are going to no longer listen because you're like, that's offensive. Please stay home and save lives. Some of you, probably more of you, I'm guessing, are like, fuck yes. Like, let's do both. Let's fight this virus and let's get back to work and let people feed their kids, pay their rent, pay their employees, move the free world forward. Because in July, when this thing goes away, June, July, August, whenever the hell it is, whatever you know it is, uh, then we, we can't then start devastation for the next two years of no economy. So how do we do both? That's what we say. So right now, here's what you do. Let's talk a little bit about things you guys think small business owners, people that are listening, entrepreneurs should be doing first part damage control just to get through this shit show. And part two, to prepare for the grand reopening of their business and the climb to try to get those clients back to grow, to get their business back on track. What are some things right now that people need to do just to, just to live? What I've loved seeing through all of this is just how businesses are getting super creative to be able to still offer what they have, um, either online, by delivery, whatever, you know, whatever their business is, I guess. For example, my friend owns a catering coffee business. So that's kind of a, can't really do events right now. So he, you know, posted stuff online about he'll deliver coffee all over Denver. And if you order by seven or eight the night before, you'll have it in the morning. So just little, and he's a, I think he has two or three employees, just something little that he can do. He set up a quick little website. You order what you want, you know, very specific, but you know, just got to, he has to do something to keep, keep going. And I think a lot of people are using resources, a lot of it's social media and online stuff, because that's kind of all you can do right now. But I just think it's awesome to see how some of these businesses have been, instead of just like throwing their hands up and being like, well, I guess we'll shut down. We've seen that too. Yeah, in our in our, uh, in our arena, our world, uh, the the software team that we work with, Cairo HD, they're incredible. Um, they got creative on how do you use social distance with our patients, but yet still have have the clinic running and operational. So they literally created a virtual waiting room where on our app, the, the patient waits in their vehicle outside of the clinic. Then all of a sudden, the virtual waiting room sends them a message quick, says, "Okay, Chelsea, you're up for your appointment. Come on in," and we're able to still social distance meet rules and regulations by the by the CDC, but yet still serve our patients. So I agree. It's it's neat to see the creativity coming out of business owners, Chelsea, as this goes goes on. Well, we know that, I mean, if you study over the history of time, and again, this is unprecedented territory, but great companies are made through tough times. The, the people that come out of this, we've talked about this as a group quite a bit. You know, the, the, your industry, whatever it is, is probably going to lose 30, 40% of the businesses that are in it. And they're not going to reopen. So the talent level that's going to be out there for you to hire as you grow is incredible, right? And you're going to be the savior that's providing opportunities for these people. Our company right now is hiring actively, right? So we're looking right now for top docs that were laid off because we want to bring them in, open practices for them, uh, employ them in some of our current practices, things of that nature. Now's the time to also make moves. We'll get to that in a second. Chelsea, I love your point. I guess the question is, what the hell can you do now, no matter what your field is, to make a little revenue? And you're not going to match what you did before, right? Unless you're in some of the businesses that are just thriving right now. Social media is huge right now. Like videos, yeah, I mean, it's free like, content. It's like you said, like figure out, like, I mean, so for, so for like cycle bar, right? My wife's a big cycle bar person. They, they, they're screwed. You can't go, they're closed, they're mandated. Like, what do you do? 
to keep their monthlies going. And it's like 150 a month or something to be a member there or whatever, just much like all the other gyms. They actually had a day where you come pick up the bike, the bike that they have there, 78 of them or something. You put a deposit down, you take that bike to your house, and then they do all their classes over telephones or laptops or whatever the case may be. Not the same environment as loud music, dark room, competitive things. But you know what? What a great way right. to make a decent amount of money. And so they're still, that's, that's, and there was a line to get the bikes. So that's 78 people that are still paying their monthly fee that they're still rolling with. And that, that's the kind of creativity that you need. So, Another thing my gym did is similar to that. I still, you know, got charged <laughs> this month for my gym fee, which I'm fine with that. You know, it's not a, not a huge amount, but they're offering tons of um, free online workout classes. And then they're going to tag this month's membership rate to the end of my, you know, which isn't going to end, but they're going to use it for a different month's fee. Yep. So there's, I think p- keeping your clients and your patient base or your customers happy while this is all going on and saying in some aspects like the gym stuff um, is going to make them appreciate you a hundred times more when this is all said and done. And they're going to come back. They're going to talk about you in a positive light. They're probably sharing all the stuff that you're putting out social media wise, the free workouts, all of that stuff. And so I think giving back to your customers and your clients right now, even if it's not making you money is just as important as, you know, continuing to make some money. We've, we've trained with our doctors on that. And you, you know this, Chelsea, but our docs, especially Colorado, because they literally can't practice right now. So they got a lot of time on their hands. They're just on the phone all day long, nonstop calling patients, just if, at the very least checking in, how you doing, how's your family, what's going on in your world. And then as the conversations go, they get into health tips and they get into what should I take for supplements? What are some workouts I could do? But while that maybe doesn't bring in revenue in the moment. Those patients will never forget that their doctor took some time out of the way to, to give them a call, check in on them. And I think you could apply that to almost any business out there as well, just to keep that interaction going. Well, and, and I think so. Yeah. Like I said, don't, don't look at how you're going to keep your business staying where it was because yeah. that answer doesn't exist if you're in the world of, you know, 80% of small businesses, but what you can't like t- take out, carry out for busy restaurants. It's like 10% of what some of these restaurants were making when it's a packed house with people drinking on it, like, so you're not going to match that, but can you, can you recoup 15% of the revenue, keep some people working, right? Like, I think we all feel this sense of like patriotism as entrepreneurs too, of like, I'm not canceling stuff that I have a member to because I feel for that business. Yeah. Like I want to support them. So the last thing I want to do is, is say, Hey, I need my 150 bucks back or my, whatever the case, you know, maybe on that. It's, 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 you know, you need to keep that alive and let those people live and help them. But when you're in business, figure out ways. So for us, a lot of supplement sales for us, sometimes we can see like uh, patients that are in dire need, right? There's certain regulations that we're allowed to do. And in some States we can see everybody it's educating patients. It's giving, giving, giving stretches, exercises, things they can do at home, what they should be eating, what they should be doing on exercise. There's a little bit of revenue involved in that, but it's, but it's minuscule compared to what some of our businesses make. But that being said, it's twofold. One, it shows them you're there for them. Two, you do add a little income, which when you do the other thing you need to do, and this is common sense, apply for the, the money that the government is handing out right now. Like the line is going to be long to get this. So if you haven't applied for the SBA disaster loans and PPP, which I know as of today, 
Some banks are rolling it out and maybe Monday for some of the bigger ones, right? But that's going to give you 250% of your payroll for a month to pay these employees. And so if you're, if you're getting the revenue to keep your business afloat and you're making a little revenue on the side because you're hustling and doing things, that's going to get you through the next six to eight weeks. And then it's going to give you a fighting chance because you can open your damn door and start getting people back in. So those are the things you do. And Chelsea nailed it. Figure out a way that you can recoup as much of your income as possible by helping people, showing them you're there. And we have a little analogy we gave to some of our offices. But when people are calling saying, can I have my money back? Can I have my money back? Our little acronym is RELAX, R-E-L-A-X. And so R is just reassure them that you're going to be there. People right now, they hear these same things we're talking about. They're thinking like, shit, is this business even going to be here in two weeks? Like I just paid them this much money for a year's worth of whatever. Like I want that back before they go out of business. If you're really going to be there, right? And, and so be ethical on this. But if you know you're going to make it through this, then reassure them, hey, listen, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be right back to helping you out just like we did as soon as we're allowed to get going again right? Explain. The E is explain to them, hey, we're a small business. I can't show you how much we appreciate your support. And I hope you know we're going to bend over backwards to give you everything we possibly can during this crazy time. Once they know you're a small business and their small portion they give you makes a significant discount. Look at other options, right? Is there something you can do to refund a small portion? Is there something you can do to give them something in addition? Can you make it worth their while? Can you motivate them? Look for other options than just writing them a check. Because by the way, the worst thing, the only thing worse than making zero is giving money back. Making negative will kill you. Uh, assure them again that, hey, we're, we're not doing anything, right? That, that's, that's going to put you and your family at risk. We're making all the precautionary things that we can do. Assure them you're going to be there again. You're not going anywhere. Just make sure they understand that. And then, of course, the last one, X, extend. Ex- extend a refund if you have to, right? I mean, it's you want to have that person know that you were there for them and acted at integrity when the time comes. But you need to be active right now in your business, trying to do everything you can to keep those customers and show them what you're all about. Jay, uh, uh- Another thing, it's, it, I don't know, it's kind of minor compared to what you're saying there because I think those are way more important points. But another just easy thing that I, I see a lot of our docs doing that we're encouraging as well is just cleaning up inside the office. Like, like whether that means a new paint job, washing your carpets, cleaning up old files, getting to stuff that's just been sitting around. And I know every business owner has those tasks. Yep, that they well, never have time to they do. They never have time. Well, guess what? Here's your freaking time. Yeah. Um, to just blow the doors off of what that place looks like, how that place runs, how that place operates. Small and again, not going to be a money producer for you. But at the end of this, if I see any one of my docs giving me some reason of like why they didn't fix the damn light bulbs or finish up some fire, I'm going to lose my mind. Right. Because good Lord, you couldn't have more time right now to get the shit done. So that's a bare ass minimum, I think. of like, yeah. Hey, let's clean up what needs to be cleaned up. I saw him. I saw a meme that goes with what you're saying the other day, Dr. Brandon, and it says it wasn't the time you were lacking. It was the discipline. If you still aren't doing the shit that you said you would do if you had time. So I thought that pretty relevant. And I think people, I mean, if you're looking for things and you don't know what's on that list, just walk around, walk around from the, 
put yourself at, if so fast forward a month, you're a new client walking into your business. Walk around with a clipboard, go to every room, look at every corner and just start making notes of like, oh man, that looks like shit. There's cobwebs up there. Oh, that paint is really chipped. Oh, that floor could use some work. Like things, that door is creaky. Let's put some, some, you know, some WD-40 on it, whatever you need to do. Yes, it should be like a brand new because you're going to have a grand reopening. And we're going to talk about that next, but I'm thinking maybe that even should be the next podcast because we're we're kind of still rolling right, on right. stuff you need to be doing now. So the next one will be like what you need to do to set yourself up to launch out of the gates and to just start to, to leap ahead of where you were before. There's going to be people lined up ready to support businesses, bars, restaurants. I mean, can you imagine the parties that are going to occur in about a month from now? Like Vegas, holy shit. I mean, like there's going to be so much stuff that's ready to roll. Anyway, we'll get to that next call. But so, so right now you're making sure you apply for everything there is. Yes, you're on hold. Yes, you're going to be hung up on by the guy. Yes, you're not going to get onto the web. Like all that's going to suck. Right now you need to sit down and make sure you apply for that because once you get your name in, it's at least processing. They're going to give quite a bit. Was it 350 billion or something of the 2 trillion was set aside for small businesses you need to get your share of that to live, right? So get your PPP, get your SBA disaster. We even know there's some local cities and local state grants and different things they're doing. Like you do everything. You get that money. That's going to turn into a damn grant if you spend it the right way, keeping people employed, paying for your rent. So that's going to be money that just goes away or a bill that just goes away. That's incredible. And the money that you borrow from the SBA is going to go on long-term payment plans at a very low interest rate, get as much of that money as you can, right? You can always pay it back. You can always pay off other loans if you need to, but get your share of that because you're going to need that for the next few weeks to, to keep your business afloat. And then you're still looking at how do we make our, our how do we make 10% of what we used to? How do we make 40% of what we used to? Like hustle your way, call all your clients, check on them, show them you care, get on the phone, get on email, get on text and just say, and all of our offices are doing this. Hey, this is so-and-so from, you know, hundred uh, percent chiropractic. We haven't seen you in a year, but just want to check on how you guys are doing. How's the family? You guys maintaining your sanity? Are you staying safe? Is there any questions you have on uh, supplements you could be taking right now? They're going to help you, you know, uh, be, be the strongest immune system that you possibly can have. What should you be eating? What's exercise you can do? Just things like that, man. And they may say, nope, I'm good. Thank you. And be like, great. Well, let us know if we can be there for you. So do something. Right. They won't forget that phone call for sure. No, get active. You guys get active. There's so many people right now throwing their hands up that are like, we're fucked. We're fucked. And we've seen businesses doing this. And you're right. You are. If that's your attitude right now. You are. You're screwed. But other people are getting hungry and other people are th creating and they're coming up with better ideas and they're rethinking their business system and they're doing stuff that's going to launch them. So like right now, you should be like a little bit, your 10% of you is scared shitless. And we're all that way, right? And 20% of you is frustrated as fuck because you're like, what is going on? I can't even do this. But there's a larger portion of you that be turning to like, I need to get think outside the box here. Like, what are we going to do in a couple of weeks when I can open? And if it's not a couple of weeks, what are we going to do in a couple of months when I can open to be better than we ever were? That's what you need to be doing. What else should we be doing right now? I like drinking. <laughs> 50% alcohol sales. Uh, yeah, thank, thank God they reopened the liquor stores in Colorado. Um, okay, I'll throw a couple other out there. Training, right? If your staff is there and you yeah. are able to keep them on, 
train, get better. The things that you wish, like, ah, oh, shit, I wish we had time to work on that. It's the same with the, the, the honeydew list, right? So there's like, there's so many things right now you never have time to do. You have time to do it. You've been frustrated by your webpage, fucking redo it. Like do stuff right now that that's my theme that there's so much stuff you could do in your business right now that probably sucks. And you knew it sucked and you knew that you wanted to get to that someday and you never had time. You have the time. We have, we have doctors building social media libraries. Their library is building up huge yep. right now. So they're yep. doing two, Perfect. three, four minute videos, but they're doing like 60 of them a day and they're just backlogging them, saving them, say, all right, I got all that done. So again, when this shit all gets back to somewhat normal, yep. bam, they're going to be kicking out social media like you couldn't believe, but they're doing it now because later on, you're not going to have this time that you have. Because what do people do right now? Social media. Not stare at their, phone. at their phone. Stare yeah. at their phone. Looking to the see other thing too is like so many different, there's so many platforms online where you can take different courses. And I, cause I know not everybody listening is chiropractors, but I know a lot of our massage therapists are doing online courses and just bettering themselves. So there's online business courses. There's, you know, social media courses, how to be really good at Instagram, different things that you can do. And those people are putting out tons of content. And even a lot of them are offering free classes right now just to help people, you know? And so find those things that you've been procrastinating and yep. do them. It's yep. probably a waste of 59 bucks, but I just bought a how to fix my golf swing course online. And uh, I'm going to start studying that. That didn't come in yet, did it? Because uh, no. we played yesterday. Uh, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but our, so our, here's another one. Our golf course had to close for, they're open for a while and it was packed, packed. Yep. People were playing left and right. Like it's all that. Then the, uh, the, the sheriff. sheriff came in and shut all private courses down and said, no, you're done. Like people are enjoying life. The sheriff There's the people town. that are smiling right now. So we don't want that to happen outside enjoying the exercise. Mm-hmm. So then the, the, the Crosby is the name of our course. And so they, they fight it as probably a bunch of different private courses did. And they said, okay, here you can open under these parameters, which is there's no golf carts. There's no pins in the hole. There's no scorecard. Like you basically no take staff. anything that anyone could touch, no staff. So they said, you can walk it. Uh, our course is not made for walking. What you did that we so read. It was over 18,000 steps yesterday, yep. seven and a half miles. Yep. But it's like hills and uh, there's no pass to cut no. through. You got to walk the whole damn thing. There's like a quarter mile sometimes between a green and the tee box and stuff. But, <laughs> but we did it and we'll do it again. And uh, it's, I mean, but that they're, they're at least providing something. Is that going to satisfy everybody? No. If, nope. you know, if you're an 85 year old that, has a bad hip and needs a cart like you're not going to be walking the course but at least you shut some people up and make them happy and i appreciate them even trying you know, i honestly so think if more of us fought back harder i think we could get stuff going back to normal faster like i think that you know I like think that's coming so the the bad example i'm going to use is in colorado in denver specifically they tried to shut down liquor stores and dispensaries yeah. and it lasted for two hours because people flocked to the dispensaries and there was lines so long that they wouldn't be able to control the crowds. Yeah. And so then they said, okay, 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 we'll reopen them. Like yeah. that's all it took. Yeah. <laughs> when voters speak, they have to listen, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, so, you know, if, if you're uh, an non-essential business in Colorado right now, but they just deemed weed essential, that should probably hit you the wrong way. And what you need, another thing you can do right now is like, if you don't like how your industry has been treated and I know the hair industry is that way, we have uh, some good friends that are highly successful in that field. And you know, that they've been treated like shit and chiropractic in Colorado has been treated like shit. And so have a lot of other industries. 
And so if you don't like the way that's playing, you need to get active politically and get the right people because you never know when you're going to need someone that's a voice of reason for your industry, you know, and, and when you have that. So right now, take a look at it. Who's running the ship right now? Who's, who's deciding whether you're essential or non-essential? You know, because there's some people that you could argue aren't really essential that are out there working every day. And, uh, you know, if you're not, then that's something you need to take a look at as well. So get active, have a voice, man. Yeah, we had letters, petitions, phone calls, emails to the appropriate people. Very respectful. You can do this very respectfully. You don't have to be a dick about it. To who? Polas? Polas? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yes. Um, but just send it out. Get it out to them. Let them know your voice. Let them know what, you, what, what your industry is, how it is important. And, and you have to speak up. Otherwise, you can just whine about it. I don't really care. Speak up and do something. Well, and here's the thing, too. Like, the, for the people that blast people for trying to go out and make a living and feed their kids and, and employ people, like, fuck off. Like, I'm sick of seeing these people blast people on social media. Like, why don't you stay home and, and save lives? Like, I get it. That's your opinion. But we have other people that are also trying to keep the economy going and trying to give employees jobs so they can feed their family, pay their mortgages, different things like that. So stop trying to villainize people that are out there trying to hustle and make things work. And that, that, that is not, that's just polarizing everybody right now. And I think people need to stop realizing it's not greed that people are trying to get out there. Honestly, people are trying to do their part to keep people employed, to pay their bills, to keep colleges paid, to feed their family. Like that's not a bad thing when you're doing that. And it doesn't mean you don't want to save lives with the virus. It means that you also want to, you know, have, have everything you've built continue and, and, and put food on the table. Not a bad thing. No, not at all. What else are we missing? Anything else? I know that's a rant, but we kind of knew that'd be a rant, but it's, you know what? Let's just sum it up. We're pissed, right? We're frustrated. We feel completely bad. We're grateful for the nurses and docs too, right? So we're that. We are frustrated as fuck that the economy is shutting down. We're super uh, creative right now and how we're hustling through this. Hey, listen, I know that our company is going to come out of this stronger than ever. We're going to have higher new docs, open more practices. Right now, every day we're meeting with people that want to open practices, buy franchises. Like we are doing what we need to do now. And nine months from now, it's going to be a beautiful thing because of the work we're putting in right now. We don't sit at home and do TikTok videos and just wish to get back to work in a couple months. We're working right now, whether it's from our house, whether it's from our office, wherever we're at, we're making shit happen. And if you right now want your business to shine in a couple months, now's the time to do it. You're not all of a sudden going to work pretty soon. It's like saying, I don't practice hard. I just show up on, on the days of the game. Doesn't work that way. You need to show up right now to practice your ass off and get ready to come. So I, I hope you sense the passion because there's emotion with me. There's anger with me. There's frustration with me. There's fear with me. I got all that. We all do, right? Anyone that says they don't is lying. But other people turn that all to like conviction, passion to your mission. Some people turn that to like, we're screwed and I'm going to put my hands up and only you decide what you're going to do with your business. So I would say get off your ass and start making things happen. Closing thoughts. I think it's important. And then um, Jason, you reminded me of this last night. We were talking and texting a little bit, but as we're all going through this shit and it's heavy and it's, it's tough and it's challenging. Um, there's, there's people to rely on and lean on and, and, whether that's family, friends, coworkers, a mix of all the above. I think it's essential now just to reach out to those people, whether you need it or they need it, but just to stay connected. The isolation that you talked about and the depression people go into, 
just sucks. So staying connected with those people that mean the most to you. If this podcast helps you with that, great, whoever it is, but just staying connected with people, I think is super important to, to keep your head space, right. And keep your mental attitude where it needs to go to get through this. I love that. Love that. Chelsea. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think make a list of everything you've been procrastinating um, over the weeks, days, months, years, however long it's been. Um, whether it's at home or in your business, do something that you have, have been putting off because you have more time now than ever. And don't, and don't let, you know, whatever, whatever your reason for before stop you from, from really just building up to launch once this is all over. Love that as well. Uh, my thing, a uh, couple of different things. One adversity reveals character. I've said that multiple times. We're seeing what people are made of right now. Uh, mm-hmm. When the economy's killing it, entrepreneurs, everyone's an entrepreneur, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Right now is when entrepreneurs earn their stripes. So if you're really an entrepreneur right now, this is when it's going to come out and you're going to actually find a way to, to thrive during this. And that's tough as hell, which is why you know roughly 10% of small businesses make it is for that reason. Um, also realize small businesses drive the economy. It's about 50% of the, of the money that happens in this world comes from small businesses like you, your one location clothing store, your 10 location restaurant, your you know 50 location chiropractic location. Like, that's who runs this economy. So it's up to you right now to have a little bit of not only desire to shine during this, but to also treat people the right way and make sure that people see you're supporting the economy. And like I said, you should feel a little bit of patriotism. The last thing I'll say, don't just sit there and watch the damn news and, and look for doom and gloom. Stop looking for everything that's going wrong right now. There's a lot that's going right. So study the numbers on both sides, but don't sit your ass in front of the TV and watch six straight hours of the death toll because you're not gonna, that's not going to induce creativity. You've got to watch your share of it. Don't put your head in the sand. I'm not saying that. But then also get out, be creative. Like Brandon said, reach out to coworkers, friends, family, check on them, brainstorm. I've talked to several different CEO uh, friends I know of completely different companies. We're getting groups together where we have a glass of wine and just talk about ideas. It just ideas flow when good people get together. And so stop just staring at the news and focusing on what's going wrong because there's a lot going right and there's a lot getting ready to go right if you play your cards right. Um, yeah. Next, we'll get together here soon and we'll go over what you should be doing to plan for that relaunch when you absolutely crush it in your field and things you can be doing now to set that up. So guys, hang in there. It's a weird time, but um, you know we're all gonna make it through, especially people listening to this. As usual, share this if you find value with other people right now, uh, never before have people needed to hear this message like today. So with entrepreneurs, please share it with them and let them know uh, there's hope around the corner and there's other people that are right where they are. So appreciate you guys. Yeah, bye. Peace out.